faith for receiving God's promises. <clears throat> we went to Hebrews 11.1, 1, and I want us to, to look at that. And let me say ahead of time, uh, I think one of those girls growing up in children just said that they kept hearing the scriptures. Faith was coming. And we look at several scriptures there from, from uh, Romans, 10, Romans 10. But in verse 17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So faith does not come by having heard. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And what you need actually to think in these terms, it's not the, the breakfast that we had last week that today you woke up and thought, I had, a good, I had good breakfast last week on Tuesday, so today I'm not having any breakfast. I'm going to sit down and think on the breakfast that I had last week on Tuesday. And then after that you say, praise God, I feel so full and I'm edified, I'm ready for the day. You don't do that. But sometimes and many times believers just take the word of God for granted and don't feed on the word of God on a daily basis. Faith comes. It's a continuous tense. Faith comes. So when you're hearing the word of God, like what the scripture that we read is, faith is revealed. It comes to your heart. So you need today. You need it tomorrow. Fresh every day. Faith. Then you walk as a man and a woman of faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you go to Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Are there things that you are hoping for? Are there things you are hoping for? Yes. yes, faith is a substance of those things you are hoping for. So if you know that you, you have faith, then you are assured having the things that you are hoping for. It's faith. It's a substance of things hoping for. Talking about things, everything that God has promised us through his word. Everything that God has promised us through his word. And what does he say? In 2 Peter chapter 2, chapter 1 from verse 2 going on, he says this, God has blessed us. Is that 2 Peter? Chapter, chapter 1. Let me, let me go to that script, sorry. <clears throat> Second Peter in verse yeah verse verse 2 let's start from verse 2 <clears throat> verse 2 it says grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord and then it says as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. How many things? All things. And how does he, has he done that? He says, uh, through the knowledge, pertain to life and godliness, but you can't miss out this point, through the knowledge of him. No wonder he prayed in John 17, 3 says, this is eternal life that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you sent. The knowledge of God. And it's not, it's not just knowledge, it's revealed knowledge. Remember I said faith is revealed, therefore it's revealed knowledge. 
People can't quote and say, by the stripes of Jesus, I was healed. But is that revealed to you? So you have to believe God that when you're going to the scriptures, they are revealed to you. How do you do that? You approach the scriptures by faith. Every time I'm reading the scriptures, I'm thinking of this manner. You think in this manner, faith is coming. The substance of the things I'm hoping for is coming. Faith for healing is coming. Faith for a home or homes, plural, because it says houses. It doesn't say just a house. Or I built it up country and I'm done. It says houses, plural. Faith for houses is coming. Why is that so? I'm looking at the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. Look at this, what it says, verse 4. By which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises. God has given us exceedingly great and precious promises. That through this, through this what? Through these great and precious promises, we may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So what do you do? You go to the word of God and you receive that exceedingly great and precious promises concerning the area that you are believing him for. Faith is coming. I'm going ahead of myself, but we'll come back there. So faith is a substance of things hoping for. Remember I told you that the God gave the children of Israel the promised land. And therefore the word of God is our promised land. That's the word of God. People say like, yeah, you know, uh, promised land, therefore, uh, Canaan is like heaven. So when we get to heaven, uh, uh, that is our promised land. Not so. Ultimately, we'll go there. But Canaan had enemies. You, the, the enemy, the devil, will not make it to heaven. So Canaan cannot be a shadow of heaven. There are no enemies in heaven. All right? If you think anyone is your enemy... There's one person called the devil. Because sometimes the one you call them your enemies, you'll find them in heaven. And they won't be your enemies. So get used. So he gave, so my, my point here, the promised land is not heaven. But what has he given us? He has given us his word. He has given us exceedingly great and precious promises. How do we get born again? Say, by it, these promises may be partakers of the divine nature. How do we get born again? How are you made a new creation? Remember, you are born again. You have a divine seed. You are not just a human being. And how did that happen? That happened through the seed of the word of God. That happened through the promise of salvation. When you looked at that word concerning salvation and you received salvation, that word, the Bible says in Romans chapter 10, you are going to look at that. When you believed in your heart, you made that confession of salvation, you became a new creation. What was it that made you a new creation? The seed, the word of God. What is it? Is that great and precious promises, a promise saying what? Whoever believes in him, whoever believes in the Lord Jesus Christ, confesses him with his mouth, will be saved. So when you did that, you became a new creation. Based on what? The word of God. That's a promise. 
I'll ask you a question, and then I'll answer it for you. Is everyone saved in this world? Is the promise available? Yes, it's available. But it's men who have not received that promise. So listen to this, then let me make a point. Then the promise can be available, but if you don't know the promise, and you don't activate your faith for the promise, though it's available, the thing that you are hoping for, though it's available, if you don't activate that promise, you will not have it. You will not have it. It's not automatic. You have to use your faith. You have to hear the word of faith. Let's go to Romans chapter 10. I'll go here and there, finding myself going ahead of myself. But let me, let's go to Romans chapter 10. Just a statement that I've made there. This is the, the word of salvation. And remember, our righteousness is not of the law, but our righteousness is of faith. We are born of God. We are born of faith. How did it come? Verse 6 says, But the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Do not say in your heart, Who will ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above. Or who will descend into the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. Why is that so? That has already, has already happened. Just like your healing has already taken place. Just like everything that pertains to life and godliness has already taken place. But how many times people say, oh God, Jesus, come down and touch me. He says, you don't have to pray that. Look at verse 8. But what does it say? What, what, what says? The righteousness of faith, what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which you preach. Remember, everything that he has done is done through his word. He sent his word and healed us and delivered us from our, our, our destruction. So everything... That's why I was emphasizing last week, and I'll emphasize, and I'll emphasize for the rest of my life, give the word priority in your life. No matter what is happening, let the word have its first place in your life. It's the word. So do, will you be just speaking the word, the word, the word, quoting the scriptures? No, you take the principles. But you are supposed to speak the word also in situations. The word must be your priority before anything else. Anything else, church. And when you set, you establish that, other things happen in your life. And good things happen in your life. So he says, the word, what does the righteousness of, say, of, of faith say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which you preach. Can you think about this, church? What the scripture is saying, actually. Whatever you need is not far from you. It's according to the word that you put in your mouth and in your heart concerning that promise. If it's the promise of healing, you go then to the scriptures and find out what is already said concerning healing. And then what do you do? You say it. The word is near you. It says, you don't say who will go to heaven and bring Jesus or will go to the abyss and raise him up. It's near you. In other words, the word of God is just like Jesus being with you. 
Can I, can I say that for, for sure? Yes, because John chapter 1 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was with God. So the word of God, in your mouth and in your heart, having prioritized that word of God, is as if the Lord of all creation, the master, Jesus Christ, being with you all the time. No wonder he said, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. Because he is with you. How many times have you had? I remember a certain meeting we had years ago. Years ago, house meeting. Found some ladies praying. Uh, they invited me for go for, to go for an overnight prayer. I was in that one or a different one. But then give you the story because the story is the same. They said, there's a certain lady. And they said, hello. Hello. Hello, Sabakthani. Hello. Do you know what I did? I said, we cast out that devil. That was not God. My God. My God, why have you forsaken? And I was, I was seeing that, seeing that they're spiritual. That's, that's not God. Do you know it's not scriptural for you to say, God, you've left me? It's not scriptural? Because he says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. You may be going through a difficult situation right now and you feel like God is not with me at all. That's how you're feeling. But his word can never be changed. This word is the truth because God in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word is God. So God cannot deny himself. The Bible says when we are unfaithful, he remains faithful because he cannot deny himself. So listen to this. It's not spiritual. You think it's spiritual. Oh God, you forsaken me. He hasn't. He hasn't. He's with you. He's with you. Listen, it's not how you feel. Let me ask you a question. Anyone who feels saved this morning, you really, you know you're feeling saved. Feeling saved. You know in your heart even sitting there and you're looking at your neighbor and you're thinking, why is it that they, they don't feel saved like I am? <laughs> I've done that in class, like members, uh, new believers class. And I say, so, uh, anyone here who really is feeling saved this morning? You are feeling saved. And, and it almost, usually it's like all, it's just lift up their hands. And then I say this, I don't feel saved. You are the wrong place because the pastor does not feel saved. But I'm saved. You know I'm a son of Kimori and I don't feel Kimori, Kimori, whatever Kimori is. You know, sir? I don't feel Kimori, Kimori, whatever, whatever it means, what Kimori is. I don't feel that way. But listen to this, I know I am. I know I am. As many as received him, Gave he the right to become children of God. That's John 1.12. You don't feel, you don't have to feel that way. That's why the word of faith says, it's in your mouth and in your heart. You may be feeling contrary to what you are believing for and believing the word of God, that exceeding great and precious promise. You're believing that way. But everything looks contrary. But let me tell you what a person of faith does. They still rely on that word of God in their mouth and in their heart. Because that word cannot change. I remember last evening I had some, 
some kind of uh, meat that Tina, beef Tina prepares in a certain way, and it's really delicious. But at some point, around 9 o'clock, I was feeling uh, heartburn, and it was feeling so bad. <laughs> I took some water, and at some point, I asked her, do you have some more, uh, do you have actual here? Years ago, I read that it's not the best way taking actual, is that so? It's not the best way to keep doing that, taking actual, you know, and feeling heartburn. So she said, no, there's no actual. So, and I thought crossed my mind, why don't you command that to leave you? I put my finger there and I said, I, I thought a little bit of what you're saying, uh, everything that needs to balance, I don't know what I said, and then you took that. I had that in mind, and I said, whatever needs to balance, I, at first I command you to leave me, and whatever needs to balance, balance now. And I drank God. And I went to prayer. The moment that I began praying, it became intense. I knew that was the end of it. I like calling it this way. When, when I'm believing for something and it becomes so bad after I have released my faith, I like calling it this way. These are the last kicks of a dying horse. And sure enough, oh, uh, here we don't know about horses so much. Let me give you the one that you know. The last kicks of a dying chicken. That resonates with everyone from the country and more to the western side. Okay, so sorry. <laughs> but those are the last kicks of a dying chicken. I think you can, you can if you cut that chicken um, neck, I mean, the, the, you could sever the neck, the, the, the head, that's it, you know, that's over. Can kick and kick and kick and just leave them, leave it there. I don't like doing that chicken. You understand? I'm compassionate. I eat chicken, but I'm compassionate. We go back here. But what does he say? You see my point? You don't have to feel. My point is within a short time, that heartburn was gone. It didn't take long. When it became intense, I knew those are the, the last kicks of a dying chicken. I think sometimes we take the Western uh, kind of phrases which mean nothing to us. You, let me ask you something. Have you ever seen a dying horse? At least you know every one of you, you know of a dying chicken. And you know the last kicks. <laughs> or oh, to some of you, you know the last kicks of a dying donkey. Yeah, that one, you know, from Naivasha area. You all know people. <laughs> but what does he say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which he preached. Now look at this. Look at the seed of salvation. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. What do you do? You confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe God has raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. That, has, that was available before you gave your life to Christ. That has been available to everyone or for everyone that has died without Christ. That has been available there. But not all people go to that and say and follow the instruction. That's a promise for salvation. That is a fact for salvation. If you believe that, you confess it, that's what happens. You become a new creation. Listen to this. Take that same principle concerning your healing, concerning your finances, whatever it is, your home, whatever it is, that is available. 
But to activate that, there has to be what? Acted upon. You do exactly that. Lord, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus. And I believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead. And I believe I'm saved. I believe I'm saved. I don't feel it. Feelings may come later. Different, different experiences may come later. But listen to this. Our experiences must be brought to the word of God. Not us bringing uh, the word of God to experiences. Our experiences must be in line with the word of God. And we cannot exalt our experiences than the word. But I'm telling you something. If you, you are in the word, your experiences change. Your experiences change. There are things that you're experiencing now. Maybe you're not in the word in that area, but when you start getting into the word, your experiences change. Why? Because the word will bring word experiences or experience. So God has raised him from the dead. You will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. What does he say? The word of God is near you in your mouth and in your heart. It doesn't say it's in your neighbor's mouth or in your neighbor's heart. But you know what many times we do, and rightful so, I am a strong believer of intercession, and I intercede, and I pray for people. But you know what many times we want to do? Is we want to tell another one to do what we are supposed to do. But the word says here, the word of God is in your mouth. It didn't say your neighbor's mouth. The word of God is, in, the word of faith is in your mouth and in your heart. In other words, if you want to change your situation, have that word of faith in your mouth and in your heart. That will change your experience and align that experience with God's word. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. Thank God. Listen, true believing, no matter what happens, you will not be put to shame. I remember that's one of the things that the enemy will, will, will use against you. And in circumstances, tells you, yeah, you told people this is going to happen, and what about if it doesn't happen? I say it will happen because the word of God says it will happen. As it last week I was telling you after, I think seven months, six months or seven months I had not paid my Bible school fees, and the enemy really wrestled, wrestled my, my thoughts, saying this, you told them God told you to come to the Bible school and you are led by the Holy Spirit and you are, not, you are going to pay off your Bible school fees. Now you haven't paid. They will believe and they know that you are not a man of God and God didn't tell you. I thought, whoa. That is too much. I need to take some time in the Word. I took some time in the Word. I had the Word of God. Do you know what? It flashed out every of that negative thought. Are you experiencing negative thoughts? Are you experiencing something that is contrary to what you believe? He says this, whoever believes in him shall not be put to shame. Like we say it in Kenya, shame is not your portion. <laughs> That's the way you say in Kenya. Shame is not your portion, but you have not responded like a Kenyan. Shame is not your portion. Now you have not responded like a Kenyan. Amen. I take that. <laughs> Look at this. 
verse 13. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Who? Whoever. Whoever, church. The promises of God are for whoever. Now then look at this, verse 14. How then shall they call on him, call on him in whom they have not believed? Pay attention to what, what the scriptures say. Remember, he's talking about what? The word of faith. All right? All right? So I want you to pay attention to how you're going. He's talking about the word of faith. Then he says this, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? So look at this. I'll say it in this man, and I like saying it in this man. Then calling on him is preceded by believing. You see that? When you believe something, you say it. The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which you preach. It's near you. So it's in your mouth. In fact, it begins with your mouth. So, but when you believe something, let me put this, this, this man. When you say something, you, when you say the word, you believe it. When you believe it, you say it. The more you say it, the more you believe it. The more you believe it, the more you say it. So the cycle goes that way. What you believe, you keep saying. You keep saying. And, and you go fresh to the word of God because we'll see Father. And how shall they believe in, in him? Who's that? Who's that? That's Jesus. But who is he? He's the word. Remember he says, the word is near you. You're not saying we'll come from heaven to, to, to come and touch you or we'll raise up from the dead. No, he's already done that. He's already ascended to heaven. But he says this, his word is his presence with you. So what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to do, you, you hear the word, you believe it, you call on him. How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? So look at this, church. Hearing brings forth what? Believing. Don't forget that. Hearing brings believing. You can't believe if you haven't heard. Do you hear people? I mean, I had an individual at the beginning of this year. He said, uh, tell me, oh yeah, by, by the time we get to uh, July, they're about before the elections. I'm driving my vehicles back to my up country and on and on and on because it's going to be chaotic in this nation. I said, who told you that? Oh, oh you, you see. It's good. I said, I don't believe that. I just don't believe that. And how can, what can you say? Thank God. Thank God. I'm not going to do according to his believing. Now that I've preached, and then uh, the next thing you hear, that passes away. Where is he? He's in, he's in his rural area. Why is that so? They're going to be chaos. You see, you make decisions according to what you believe. That's not right. But we kept praying and kept believing God. And I remember the Lord saying this on 27th of, of July. We are few of us here on a Wednesday. He says, this, I've shielded this nation in the past, and I will still shield this nation now. As a hen spreads out her cheeks, uh, her, her, her feathers, what? Her wings to, to, to protect her cheeks, so I've stretched out mine to protect this nation. 
And here we are today. Listen this. That curse is broken. Of bloodshed. During our elections. And we go forward. Amen. If you haven't yet accepted the fact, you need to get healed. You really need to get healed. Don't, don't, don't linger there. You're not a politician. You understand? If, even if you are, you are born again, spirit-filled politician. That's a different, just a different thinking right there. You are born again, spirit-filled politician. So don't dwell there. Just move forward. Let's, the, the Lord wants our, our, our land healed so that we can move forward as healed people and whole, praying and believing for our nation. So look at this. You call on him, having, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in, in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? So you hear them speaking the word. I'm, I'm starting this way. I'm speaking the word. What is happening? You are hearing. If you are awake. You are hearing. And because you are hearing, what is happening inside of you? There's a belief system that is being formed. And then what happens after that? You need to start saying. But since he's talking about the word of faith is near you, in your mouth and in your heart, that you may do it, let me tell you something the easy way. How you can, your life can be nourished and how faith can be revealed to you. You go back to the scriptures and you start, you check out a promise in the word, from the word of God. And your own mouth will start declaring it. You go, you find the plan of redemption. And you start saying this, I will never be broke again. I will never be broke again. Why is that so? Because the word says, you start saying it, you start going to the scriptures, you start saying exactly that. Let me say years ago, I, I got so much into the word of God, and then I, I look at my, my room, um, the way I lived, then I was living in Dandora, and I say, you're too small. You're too small for the man of God. The man of God is leaving you. You cannot contain him. You're too small. You see, you start talking to that. To that. If, mama, mama if, you, if you've been looking at, uh, you've been using, you know, that small meko, and you've been desiring to bake some cakes, you say, you're too small for me. I cannot bake cakes with you, meko. <laughs> you, you better be talking. And your, your daughter looks at, Mama, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm talking to this man. Can, she, can it hear? Yes, it does. Can it hear? You're too small. I need an oven. My husband needs cakes. Not too many of them, but, but he, he needs some. <laughs> <laughs> he needs some cakes. Not too many of them, but he needs some cakes. You, you start saying that. You get full in the word of God and you start saying that and until, listen this, you say, you hear it, you believe it. You say it long enough until you start acting that way. Listen this, nothing has changed out here. But the transition, the changes have come in your heart. 
Because the life of faith is inside out, not outside in. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Are they visible? No. Of things is the evidence of things not seen. But you know what? I've seen them in my heart. Why is that so? The word enables me to see. I'm speaking what I'm seeing in my heart. Why is that so? Because the word brings that sight. Faith sees. Faith speaks. Faith expects. It's an expectation. If you have faith in my words, when I tell you, uh, Tina and I are coming tomorrow um, evening to your, to your house, your faith in my words, and we'll be coming at 6.30 p.m. for dinner, whether you like it or not, we are coming. No, no, just kidding. But, but we are coming at 6.30. Look at this. If you have faith in, our, in my words, you will know we are coming. So what will happen? I don't think you'll be just sitting there doing nothing. Prepare something for us. What is that? An expectation. That's in our culture, is that so? Our Bible, our biblical culture, we are given to hospitality. So around six o'clock, I mean, before six o'clock, surely we shouldn't be waiting for two hours for your chicken to boil. But by 6.30, it's ready. What is that? That's an expectation. This is happening. They are coming. So, we've said it, you have faith in my word, or in our words, and then you prepare accordingly because you've heard those words. Why is that? You have believed the words, you are acting on those words. You prepare. And, sure, and look at this, what follows next? I like that. You taught in the Bible school years ago. And then, faith is an expectation. That is what they, uh, we are taught that it is an outstretched neck. What does that mean? An outstretched neck? Can you see my neck? You had uh, maybe you live in a place that you can hear like vehicles coming in and say, uh, children, who's that? Is, is that pastor and his wife? It's an, it's an outstretched neck. Then probably brother, brother Daniel lives nearby and then passes and knocks the door and says, oh, there, there, there. You know the way ladies do with the apron? <laughs> and then it's, there, there. You know, I don't know why they keep doing that. You, you, you see that? And then and come and say, and then, come in. Oh, uh, Brother Daniel. <laughs> I said, and then Brother Daniel asked, were you not expecting me? No, no because, you know, I, I thought they were pastors. Oh, pastors are coming. Yeah, they visit. Okay, okay, continue. Oh, back to the opera. You go, you go back. You see, you're being expected. So a knock is because of expectation. You know, that's it. Do you know how that's how I deal with my, in a, my bank account? A notifications? Do you know the people who don't want to see any text? <laughs> because of the things they've entangled themselves with? You know, I've, I've gone, I'm, I've, I'm calling. Salana, I'm calling and then, and then I, I check, oh, you have insufficient fans, you know, to call or something, or you can fully, I say, what? 
And I like doing this, you see. It's done that I say, we don't Fuliza here, you know that. <laughs> I talked to that, to that demon of Fuliza. Okay. <laughs> so there are people who don't like those notifications. Other brothers telling me that, I was telling Martin and I, with, they were with his wife. He said, we went past, I got married. And I was in 11, at a debt of 11.5 million in his 20s. He says, Pastor, they are looking for me during the honeymoon, banks are looking for me. On, on my wedding day, they are looking for me. And he, say, he says this, then, then he says uh, something that he said, I, I, owned, I, I owed money even to a widow's group. Can you imagine? Even, <laughs> that's terrible. Widow's group, you owe them money. Now, kama kwenda mbali, uko ndo kwenda mbali. Unasikia? But do you know what he said? I was handed over by my pastor. I was told of a, he heard about Gloria Copeland, a book of laws, on, on laws of prosperity. Uh, no, no, no. God's will is prosperity. I took hold of that, 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 that book and changed my life. And then I asked the wife, did you know that he, he owed that money to people? He said, no, I thought he was rich. He had a vehicle. <laughs> so they were, they were both laughing. But listen to this. We said first, we got hold of that, those teachings over and over again. In 16 months' time, we are out of debt. His salary was 8000 that of his wife was 13,000. 16 months time, we're out of debt. Do I give you a $2 million question? What's your problem? Faith is an expectation. Faith is an expectation. You've said it until there's an expectation. Let's see if we can go quickly here. So how can they hear without a preacher? But I'm telling you, you're a preacher. You can take, no wonder he told, what was the main reason that he told Joshua in Joshua 1.8? This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Say it. But you shall meditate that's a Hebrew word, haga. Meditate is, is to matter. It's actual to say. Matter. This book of the law shall not... Remember, he's about to take the children of Israel to the promised land. Moses is dead. In fact, the scriptures say, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now rise up, be of good courage. And he says, this book of the law, the word of God, shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do. Look at this. Let's go step by step. But you, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. You meditate. You are saying it. What is happening? According to that, the righteousness of faith. You are saying it. It's in your mouth, but it doesn't just stay there. It's, it's being sown in your heart. 
I'm going to go into that at some point. But listen to this at some point, maybe later on. Why is that so? Remember Mark chapter 4, the parable of the sower and other, other, other parables, the same parable of the sower. Jesus said this, the word is a seed. And Matthew calls it, the word of the kingdom is the seed. So he's saying the kingdom of God operates this way. You sow the word. But how do you sow the word? Remember he said the soil is the hearts of men. Or is the heart of man. Or the hearts of men. The soil. So look at this. Your heart is a soil. The word is a seed. So when you are saying the word in your, with your mouth, what are you doing in actual sense? You are sowing that seed in your heart. And what is going to happen? That seed, the word of God, dominates situations. The word of God is, uh, the word of God dominates over situations. Let's go to Isaiah 50, 55 and then we'll come back into that. You still here? You still here where you left? Oh, you are. Okay, look at this. <clears throat> Verse 10, it says, For as the rain comes down, as the rain, okay? Mark that word, A-S, as. As the rain comes down, and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth. You see how dry it is out here? It rains, it, it does not take a long time. Just sprouting everything. It's amazing. So he says, so what, what does the rain, when the rain comes down, listen this, it demands growth. I'm saying something there. Remember, say us. When the rain comes down, what? It demands what? Growth. That happens. Everything becomes green. I, 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 I really like rain season. It's like I was made that way. To love rain season. To enjoy rain season. And cool places. Not cold, cool. You've been saying that it's cold, it's cold, it's cold. Now enjoy your heat. <laughs> As you've been enjoying, or we were enjoying all through, but some of you kept confessing, it's hot. I mean, it's cold, it's cold, it's cold. It's been cold for a long time. July refused to go in September. Now enjoy your heat as we are operating by faith. <laughs> but as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven do not return there, but look at this, it waters the earth. So think about this, church. I want you to get this. Think about this. Between the earth and the, the rains, which has dominion. Rain has dominion. Because it causes the earth to do something that it wasn't doing before the rain came down. So the rain has dominion. It's dominating the earth. Now what, what it does is say, and make it to bring and make it. The rain makes the earth. Bring forth and bud. That it may give seed to the sower. So what happens? The earth starts giving. Seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word. So he says this, as the rain comes down, it is as my word. Are you seeing that? It's as my word. It's not saying that the rain is the word. It says as my word. So, so shall 
for as the rain comes down. So he says, so shall my word. I was trying to use an illustration, but I hope you get the point. Okay, look at this. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. Just like the rain, when it comes down, it causes things to happen. The word, my word, when it goes, it causes things to happen. What is the earth? The earth is your heart, the soil. So when the word of God comes to that, it hits that soil, what does it do, church? The word is the word of the promise that you're looking for. Something you're believing God for. You say it with your mouth, you receive it by faith, it goes to the heart, and what it causes it, it, it will accomplish what it please, for he sent his word and healed them. And a certain minister say, he sent his word, he didn't say he sent his, his word to heal them. No, no, no. And results. We, you can be sent to town, but you didn't get what you're looking for. But the word goes and does. It shall, not, it, it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So when the word of healing is received in the soil of the heart, it starts doing something. Listen to this. Because faith begins there. It's in the mouth and it's in the heart. When in that is full in that two places, the rest responds. Because the word is that dominating factor. You change your world with the word of God. You change your situations with the word of God. Do you remember Jesus say this in, 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 uh, in Matthew chapter 12, verse 6? We'll be going into these scriptures over and over again. But do you remember him saying this, that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks? But, but what is that? There are seeds, remember, Remember, was, Jesus said, the sower sows the word. So he said the words are seeds. So do you know when a person says that? There are seeds of defeat that have been sown in that heart. You've had people dissatisfied with the, you know, the election of the new president. And now they say, That's what will happen to them, but not me. You understand? And I wasn't in Kenya Kwanzaa. You understand that? But I'm a man of faith. Not me. Neither was I in Azimio, so let me clarify that. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> but, but look at this. I, 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 I trust what? Like what Brother Francis said, is you trust the word. You trust the word to do what he says it will do. If you have faith, in the words of destruction in your life, that's what will happen. Do you know what will happen? You'll criticize everything they do. And because seeds, and those are weeds that the devil will steal from you, and the word will not be fruitful. Did you see Isaiah 55, 11? I hope you, you saw that. I hope you saw that. Okay, all right. 
Let me go back to my notes and start winding up. I barely touched where we're heading. Barely. Just began. <laughs> Just began. But I hope you've seen that going from different angles and is that activating something inside of you? The church, you have to. The Bible says so many times, the just shall live by faith. They just live by the word of God. So then, let me say this and I'll, I'll, I'll wind up at some point. At some point. Let's go to 2 Corinthians. Or oh, let's read first in the, the, the Hebrews 11, one, the Amplified Classic Version. We read it last week. But look at this. Now, faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed, of the things we hope for. This, this is a time you come to a place in your heart because you've gotten so much into the word of God. There's such a confirmation in your heart, you know it's done. Do you know there's a time you, you get into the word of God and, and faith has been deposited in your heart that you don't need to pray anymore for that situation? Instead of repeating every day? Why? There's a confirmation. There's the assurance of the things we hope for being the proof of things we do not see. The proof in your heart, you just know it. And the conviction of their reality, faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. You just know it. Church, that's the way we are born again. Listen to this. We are creatures of faith. That new creation was born of faith. You've seen that in Romans chapter 10. That new creation was born of faith. So you are a creature of faith. That new creation is faith in God. Can I say this? Then faith, we can get into the word of God and faith becomes as natural as our breathing. You know, like Tina and I, we just don't think this way of, uh, you know, like, like for her to come and say, you know, honey, we don't have money and we are so broke now. That's not even our, our language. Probably if I say that, she'll, she'll turn to me and say, get behind me, Satan. <laughs> you know, so that's not the way we think. That's not the way we talk. Do we, have, do we get to, to deal with things? Yes. It's when we're dealing with the, with the accounts department, you know, we, we, we sit down at a meeting and really may not be even sufficient to take, to take care of some needs there. We don't say now, now this, we've come big. We are so broke now in this ministry. We, we are so broke now. This, and then people say, we need to pray. You don't have even faith. Listen this. Faith, uh, listen this. Let me make um, I made a statement two weeks ago in a Wednesday prayer meeting. Prayer is not what makes faith work. Faith is what makes prayer work. So then, then now this is, and they, they use words like this, this is deadly, we need to pray. 
faith is what makes prayer work. Because he says, how can they call on him they have not what? Believed. Oh, we didn't finish that, okay? So we read that. Let's go back to, to Romans 10. How can they call on him of whom, of whom they have not what? They have not believed. So believing precedes, in fact, the amplifier. I think the amplifier says, how can they call on him in prayer? But they have not believed. So in other words, calling out, saying it, is preceded by what? You're believing. So you believe first. Then you say. So then, verse 16, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith does what? It does what? It comes. By hearing and hearing by the word of God. It keeps coming. It keeps coming. I encourage you, church. You can take this message tomorrow. Your ladies, you're, used, you're doing your makeup. You have that there. You're just listening. You're just listening. Just listen. They say, Amen, Pastor. Praise God. Faith is coming. You're just listening. Man, it doesn't take you long, but you just do this. Some of you just use their cloth and wipe, but, but fine. Keep listening. Keep listening. The, the faith is coming. Faith is coming. Whatever it is, you need to wash your hands and you go. No, just faith is coming. You keep faith comes all the time. You allow that to happen in your heart. Listen to this. You realize your language, your vocabulary is changing. I've heard, um, remember I grew up, remember, but just to tell you, I grew up in a village. And there are people, there are people that you hear people say, Ay, you latter to take aje. You like ingi apa manenu yake kisirani. Have you ever heard people say that? But, but what is that? They carry seeds. That are just terrible. It's a spirit they carry. Faith. But what about? But as ah, nani atakuja ko mkutana? Mambote kosa. Why? Is that because they lift up people? You've ever heard people say in, a, in, a, in, a, in your village? I don't know about your village, my village. Let me talk about it. Or maybe in your workplace, I know that. Everything was going on very well until so and so spoke. You, you ever heard that? Uh, and then the way they say it in Swahili, Roya Kilam Tikachafuka. You know what people say that? It's, everything was going so good until so and so spoke. This person just destroys the meeting. What is that? This, but can they change that? Yes, you can. You can. I know of a certain man in a village. A village. I mean, things can be so well in meetings until he speaks. And then, you know, the elderly women, the way they do, they just... <laughs> they cannot answer anything, but they are just disappointed. They hang their necks, their heads on their necks that way. And, and, and you, you've ever seen in a meeting that when people look down, that person is about to talk. But what about, and, and immediately after that, someone may come up and start speaking, and they look up. I mean, I mean, especially mamas, I don't know how you do that, but 
faith coming by hearing and hearing. I, I love village life. I really do. But the way I love village life is this. Everything that in, is in the city to put it in my house. You understand that? That's the difference. And I'm believing God that's exactly what you'll be. You understand? Everything in the, in the, that is, in, is available in the city to be around me. So that is a, a city in the village. Because the villager left me. Second Corinthians 4.13, I'll wind up with this. Few statements, then I'll wind up. Listen to this, church. And since we have the same spirit of faith. Remember, he says this. The word is near you, is where? In your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. Remember, do you remember? This is the word of faith which we preach. Remember, that's what he says. But listen to what Jesus said in John 66, 63. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. So the word of faith actually carries that spirit of faith. The word of faith carries that spirit of faith. I remember sitting down and listening to Dr. Jerry Saville in 1997, but so much I listened to him in 1999, something happened inside of me when I listened to him. Why? He was carrying that spirit of faith, and he carries that spirit of faith. That's what happens. Now, another one you can listen, and you feel like, wow. I remember going for another meeting. Uh, I think that was 1996, in another meeting in town. That preacher spoke about demons. I'm telling you. He spoke about demons. I, I went to that meeting, and I'm telling you, I felt like I had demons all over me. No exaggeration. In fact, when he finished, he made the altar call. I went to the front. I wanted those demons to be cast out of me. What have I been, had I been hearing? I've been hearing about demons. What is coming in here? Faith in demons. I went. I tell you. Are you seeing that? It's just my word. It's not saying that the rain is the word. It says, as my word. So, so shall, for as the rain comes down. So it says, so shall my word. I was trying to use an illustration, but I hope you get the point. Okay, look at this. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. Just like the rain, when it comes down, it causes things to happen. The word, my word, when it goes, it causes things to happen. What is the earth? The earth is your heart, the soil. So when the word of God comes to that it hits that soil, what does it do, church? The word is the word of the promise that you're looking for. Something you're believing God for. You say it with your mouth, you receive it by faith, it goes to the heart, and what it causes it, it, it will accomplish what it pleases, for he sent his word and healed them. At a certain minister say, he sent his word, he didn't say he sent his, his word to heal them. No, no, no. And results. 
You can be sent to town, but you didn't get what you're looking for. But the word goes and goes. It shall, not, it, it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So when the word of healing is received in the soil of the heart, it starts doing something. Listen to this. Because faith begins there. It's in the mouth and it's in the heart. When in that is full in that two places, the rest responds because the word is a dominating factor. You change your world with the word of God. You change your situations with the word of God. Do you remember Jesus said this in, 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 uh, in Matthew chapter 12, verse 6? We'll be going into these scriptures over and over again. But do you remember him saying this, that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks? But, but what is that? There are seeds, remember, Remember, was, Jesus said, the sower sows the word. So he said the words are seeds. So do you know when a person says that? There are seeds of defeat that have been sown in that heart. You've had people dissatisfied with the, you know, the election of the new president. And now they say, that's what will happen to them, but not me. You understand? And I wasn't in Kenya Kwanzaa. You understand that? But I'm a man of faith. Not me. Neither was I in Azimio, so let me clarify that. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> but, but look at this. I, 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 I trust what? Like what Brother Francis said, is you trust the word. You trust the word to do what he says it will do. If you have faith, in the words of destruction in your life, that's what will happen. Do you know what will happen? You'll criticize everything they do. And because seeds, and those are weeds that the devil will steal from you, and the word will not be fruitful. Did you see Isaiah 55, 11? I hope you, you saw that. I hope you saw that. Okay, all right. Let me go back to my notes and start winding up. I barely touched where we're heading. Barely. Just began. <laughs> Just began. But I hope you've seen that going from different angles and is that activating something inside of you? The church, you have to. The Bible says so many times, the just shall live by faith. They just live by the word of God. So then, Let me say this and I'll, I'll, I'll wind up at some point. At some point. Let's go to 2 Corinthians. Or oh, let's read first in the, the, the Hebrews 11, one, the Amplified Classic Version. We read it last week. But look at this. Now faith is the assurance. The confirmation. The title did. Of the things we hope for. There's a, a time you come to a place in your heart because you've gotten so much into the word of God. There's such a confirmation in your heart. 
you know it's done. Do you know there's a time you, you get into the word of God and, and faith has been deposited in your heart that you don't need to pray anymore for that situation? Instead of repeating every day. Why? There's a confirmation. There's the assurance of the things we hope for being the proof of things we do not see. The proof in your heart. You just know it. And the conviction of their reality, faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. You just know it. Church, that's the way we are born again. Listen to this. We are creatures of faith. That new creation was born of faith. You've seen that in Romans chapter 10. That new creation was born of faith. So you are a creature of faith. The new creation is faith in God. Can I say this? Then faith, we can get into the word of God and faith becomes as natural as our breathing. You know, like Tina and I, we just don't think this way of her, you know, like, like for her to come and say, you know, honey, we don't have money and we are so broke now. That's not even our, our language. Probably if I say that, she'll, she'll turn to me and say, get behind me, Satan. You know, that's not the way we think. That's not the way we talk. Do we have, do we get to, to deal with things? Yes. It's when we're dealing with the, with the accounts department, you know, we, we, we sit down at a meeting and really may not be even sufficient to take, to take care of some needs there. We don't say now, now this, we've come big. We are so broke now in this ministry. We, we are so broke now. This, and then people say, we need to pray. You don't have even faith. Listen this. Faith, uh, listen this. Let me make a, a media statement two weeks ago in a Wednesday prayer meeting. Prayer is not what makes faith work. Faith is what makes prayer work. So then, then now this is, uh, and they, they use words like this. This is deadly. We need to pray. Faith is what makes prayer work. Because it says, how can they call on him they have not what? Believed. Oh, we didn't finish that, okay? So we read that. Let's go back to, to Romans 10. How can they call on him of whom, of whom they have not what? They have not believed. So believing precedes, in fact, the amplifier. I think the amplifier says, how can they call on him in prayer? But they have not believed. So in other words, calling out, saying it is preceded by what? You're believing. So you believe first, then you say. So then, verse 16, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith does what? It does what? It comes. By hearing and hearing by the word of God. It keeps coming. It keeps coming. I encourage you, church. You can take this message tomorrow. Your ladies, you're, used, you're doing your makeup. You have that there. You're just listening. You're just listening. You're just listening. 
They say, Amen, Pastor, praise God. Faith is coming. They're just listening. Man, it doesn't take you long, but you just do this. Some of you just use their cloth and wipe, but, but fine, keep listening. Keep listening. The, the faith is coming. Faith is coming. Whatever it is, you need to wash your hands and you go, no, just faith is coming. You keep, faith comes all the time. You allow that to happen in your heart. Listen to this. You realize your language, your vocabulary is changing. I've heard, um, remember I grew up, remember, but just to tell you, I grew up in a village. And there are people, there are people that you hear people say, Ay, you like to take aje. You like kisirani. You've ever heard people say that? But, but what is that? They carry seeds that are just terrible. It's a spirit they carry. Faith. But what about? But I say, ah. Why? Is that because they lift up people? You've ever heard people say in, a, in, a, in, a, in your village, I don't know about your village, my village, let me talk about it. Or maybe in your workplace, I know that everything was going on very well until so and so spoke. You, you ever heard that? And then the way they say it in Swahili, Roya Kilam Tikachafuka. <laughs> you know what people say that everything was going so good until so and so spoke this person just destroys the meeting what is that this but can they change that yes you can you can i know of a certain man in a village a village i mean things can be so well in meetings until he speaks and then you know the elderly women the way they do they just they cannot answer anything, but they are just disappointed. They hang their necks, their heads on their necks that way. And, and, and you, you've ever seen in a meeting that when people look down, that person is about to talk. But what about, and, and immediately after that, someone may come up and start speaking, and they look up. I mean, especially mamas, I don't know how you do that, but faith coming. By hearing and hearing. I love village life. I really do. But the way I love village life is this. Everything that is in the city to put it in my house. Do you understand that? That's the difference. And I'm believing God that's exactly what you'll be. Do you understand? Everything in the, in the, that is, in, is available in the city to be around me. So that is a, a city in the village. Because the villager left me. Second Corinthians 4.13, I'll wind up with this. Few statements, then I'll wind up. Listen to this, church. And since we have the same spirit of faith. Remember, he says this. The word is near you, is where? In your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. Remember, do you remember, this is the word of faith which we preach. Remember, that's what he says. But listen to what Jesus said in John 66, 63. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. So the word of faith actually carries that spirit of faith. The word of faith 
carries that spirit of faith. I remember sitting down and listening to Dr. Jerry Seville in 1997, but so much I listened to him in 1999, something happened inside of me when I listened to him. Why? He was carrying that spirit of faith, and he carries that spirit of faith. That's what happens. Now, another one you can listen, and you feel like, wow. I remember going for another meeting. Uh, I think that was 1996, now, in another meeting in town. That preacher talk, spoke about demons. I'm telling you. He spoke about demons. I, I went to that meeting, and I'm telling you, I felt like I had demons all over me. No exaggeration. In fact, when he finished, he made the altar call. I went to the front. I wanted those demons to be cast out of me. What have I been, had I been hearing? I've been hearing about demons. What is coming in here? Faith in demons. I went. I tell you the truth. I lifted up my voice. And by the way, there are so many in this city. They talk about demons in their meetings throughout. I lifted up my hands for those demons to leave me. I had people screaming and vomiting all over me. I was the one, I was still standing with my hands lifted up. And then he finished praying. I think they lay hands on me. I'm still standing. And then I, I, I saw all people vomiting, spitting. I went back. I remember that hotel. I won't tell you the name so that you may not know the pastor. But I remember that leaving that meeting, I remember walking towards town to catch my matatu, and the devil says, the demons that I knew are powerful. <laughs> I didn't know it was the devil. But he said, the demons that I knew are powerful. They didn't feel even the power of God. <laughs> I knew as they said, not my goose was cooked, my chicken. I knew my chicken was cooked. You know, we don't, we don't have geese here. <laughs> That's fine. But I knew that that was it. But can I tell you something about the mass and the grace of God? He was able to remove that thought out of me and took me back to the word of God. Listen, there's great deliverance in God's word. Stop moving from city to city, town to town. I saw some, some recently there, the really water is being given with a seed, water. It's been told that someone, even when they are eating, they have like, you know, those bottles of sanitizer? And they are eating. I was being told this past weekend. And they, are, they are eating. Before they eat, they, they spray their food. That water is sprayed by the prophet. That's deception. Bring the food we eat. The food is supposed to be received with what? Thanksgiving. Listen to this. And it's so much in our nation. So many people are believing other things than the one. And, some, and, and sometimes we speak, keep saying the word over and over again, same scriptures, and some feel like they keep saying the same thing. No, we're feeding you. We're feeding you. Elder Ruth likes eggs. She's been eating eggs for decades. And she still ate this morning. Yeah, and she's nodding ahead. You see, but what is that? She keeps feeding because that's what she enjoys. You can't say like, I fed eggs 10 years ago. Fed on eggs 10 years ago and I'm done. Unless now you are retiring from eggs. That's fine. But I'm telling you something that you have to be nourished with the words of faith. Faith 
was nourished. Faith was nourished. So let's finish this. I keep saying finish. I will not say finishing. I'll finish one day. And since we have the same spirit of faith. So you see, that's a spirit. According to what is written, this is how that spirit of faith operates. I believed and therefore I spoke. We also do what? Believe and therefore speak. Say, I believe in my healing. Because God's word says so. Therefore I say, I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. So you, you go to that word, you go to that promise. Listen, let, let me make this statement. Faith comes from the word of God. That's so simple, but that's true. Faith, biblical faith comes from the word of God. Therefore, church, listen to this. The word of God is filled with faith. If that was not the case, you could not have received any faith. You, could, you, can't receive any, you couldn't have received any faith listening to the word of God. But the word of God is filled with faith. The word of God is filled with faith. So every time you're going to the word of God, think in that manner. The word of God is filled with faith. So I'm listening to the word of God and faith is coming. Faith for the thing that I'm believing God for. Faith for the home that I'm believing God for. Faith for my health that I'm believing God for. I'm listening to the word of healing. Faith is coming. The word is filled with faith because faith comes from the word of God. This, listen to this, this statement here. This faith is of God. Whose word is this? Whose word is this? God's. Listen to this. If I told you we come into your home like what I was saying at 6.30, remember, those are my words. So my word has given you something to expect. Those are my words I'm coming. So you act according to the words that I've told you. Tina and I will be coming to your home at 6.30 p.m. But look at this then. The word of God is filled with faith. So actually, the faith that we receive is God's faith. So can I make a statement tell you this? Then if you, you stay in that God faith, you'll have God results. You'll have God results. The, the word of God is filled with faith. This faith is of God. We have that same faith of God. Or like God. Same faith, like of God. Since, since it's coming from his word. And judge him and his word are one. You can't go wrong believing the word of God. And how do you believe that? You say it. You believe it. You hear it. You're believing it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you have to go to the word of God and say it. Don't just quote it. Say it when you're looking at it. Your eyes are gates. Your ears are gates. You're filling your heart with the living word of God. What is coming? Faith. What is that faith? It's the substance of the things you're hoping for. So you have to go to the promise of that thing that you're believing God for and start saying what God says until you see the results that God says are yours because that faith is of God. 
And if you act as God, you'll get his results. And can I tell you something? He's never failed. God has never failed, neither will he ever fail. You can rely on him. You can trust him to do what he says he'll do. What a privilege to have the God kind of faith. It's a privilege to have the God kind of faith. That is a higher life. It, elev it elevates you and I, which already has happened in Christ, above every, every circumstance that we'll ever face. So you start thinking about this. You see a challenge and you say, I need faith in God and it, it needs to be working now. But you say it by faith. You believe the word of God to do what he says you will do. Um, uh, I was taught in the Bible school something that I've really valued. He said this, when you're facing a, a situation and you say the word of God over that situation, what actually you're doing, you are releasing God into that situation. You see that? Does that make faith? You are releasing God into that situation. And what does he do? What will he do? He will change that situation. Remember this again, the dominating ability in God's word. Stand up on your feet, please. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Say, Father, I have heard your word. Your word is full of faith. I thank you for revealing the word of faith to me. In the name of Jesus, I commit my life to the living word of God. Let me pray for Father. I've sown this word by faith. It's a word of faith. And thank you for the hearts of your people. Thank you for your living word. You said, so shall my word be. That goes out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So, Father, thank you. Your word is full of your faith. Your word heals. You sent your word and healed us and delivered us from all, all our situations. Father, thank you for faith activated. Thank you for that spirit of faith rising up in the hearts and minds of your people to overcome situations that they've been dealing with. Thank you, Father, for your presence. Thank you for your ability. I bless your people now in the name of Jesus. I speak 
the blessing of God upon your people in the name of Jesus. They are of faith. They are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise of being as filled by the Spirit, partakers of the blessing of Abraham, and I speak the blessing of God upon their lives. And I thank you, Father, for each one of them in Jesus' name. Amen.